0: gentlemen to the greatest podcast on earth step right up and experience the magnificence that is the two ring circus podcast you'll gasp <gasps> you'll laugh and you'll be amazed at what comes next amazing don't worry about the smell it's the stars of our show, Tom Italiano. Oh, hi. And Matt Bredshaw. Princess Leia? Welcome! <laughs>
1: what do you mean,
0: Princess Leia? <laughs> well, it doesn't make any sense if people aren't watching, that's for sure. Mm. No, <laughs> what was that? That was uh, my
1: sexy R2-D2. What?
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I thought it was the noise of the trash compactor grinding into life.
1: (laughs) See you, (laughs) Bill.
0: G'day, Uh, mate. How are you, bud? Hello, viewers. Good evening, (laughs) viewers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is this episode 153? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, We've made such achievements in our lives.
0: I don't think I like your tone when you say that.
1: No, it's it's impressive. Today, uh, today marks one hundred and fifty ISO um, world fake world tours, whatever I'm doing. One hundred and fifty? No, one hundred. Sorry, I've done about one hundred and thirty. I just didn't name it.
0: That I know. There's until. just been so many numbers.
1: Um, and this is one hundred and fifty-three. Um, I've written twenty-three songs this year. I mean, doing all right with numbers.
0: Oh, that's impressive. Twenty-three songs. Far out. I've written more than that, but I'm only claiming twenty-three. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Um, yeah, I think. Oh, because you wrote one other one that you didn't like.
1: Yeah, I've oh, I've written a few now. I wrote two last week, which we'll never see the light of day. Um, and I think there's a couple of anywhere songs. Uh...
0: So okay, okay, let's go back to that because um, obviously my entire musical existence revolves around the band Kiss. Gene um, Simmons um, finishes. Every, apparently, finishes every song he ever starts. Yep. And Paul Stanley just writes the number of songs that he needs. Yep. So there was an album back in 87 called Crazy Nights. Yeah. That I think there's, hmm, might be nine songs on the record. I think Paul wrote seven songs for it and got six on there and Gene wrote 22 (laughs) and there's three on there. Yeah. So how does it come to pass that you write a song? I can't do this with both ears in. Sorry. Sorry, everyone who can't see what the hell's going on. It's so weird. Um, uh, How does it come to pass that you, like, do you complete the song and then think, ah, nah, screw it, this is no good?
1: Uh, Well, with those two last week, yes. Um, (sighs) But sometimes the, the reason why you... Well, uh, if I just use those two songs. um, So I ended up taking, you know, uh, so um, to help explain, you know that um, um Wasp album, Crimson Idol? Yeah. yeah. And you know how if you bought, if you, or if you yeah, maybe not bought. And the guitarist
0: but, on that album just died?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. That's. I, I love that record, but if you if you have any of the singles, um, you probably know a little bit more about this record than I do, but... Um, Fuck yeah, because I'm a Wasp fan, dude. Um, like, I remember we, like, when that came out and then we bought all the singles and there were just, like, dozens and dozens of other versions of songs and then songs that were not even versions of it, but completely different songs, but with the same kind of parts and, you know, there's a pre-chorus from that, ends up in a song that made the record. Um so, last the two that I kind of wrote last week really ended up being, I took a bit of that that I liked, and a bit of that that I liked from the other one, and actually turned it into this the song that I decided to keep. Okay. Um, the and and change the change the lyrics to one of the bits, uh, but kept the melody thing. So, I think the reason why that happens is because sometimes you don't. You or I, um, I don't get to sit down for a long enough period of time and really work out what what it is either one of those songs is going to be. Does that mm. does that make sense? So, I kind of got, I've got a bit of time and I sat down and I, I wrote a song like real quick, but I didn't have time to really f- flesh it out or edit it, um, or shape it into something that I I liked. And then the next time i sat down i just had another ride like and i picked up the guitar and played something that was different and um and did a similar thing um and then had to kind of go off and do something different because last week was like super busy um and i was out of the house a lot so then i ended up kind of not really i had two songs that were written songs but not really particularly fleshed out and Um, You know, the lyrics were a bit ham-fisted, but I kind of liked bits of what they were.
0: Sorry, I'm just just in a Zoom meeting scratching my foot, you know, (laughs) how it is.
1: This is is that that thing where, um, you know, you zoom out on the newsreader and he's just in his underwear. Yeah,
0: Yeah. well, I'm hoping that, you know, any second with this backdrop behind me, some nude Swedish person is going to start bathing.
1: Whatever his name is. <laughs> 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 yeah, so when I actually sat down on I Sunday. I think it's pronounced whatever. Uh, what, uh, well, yeah. Oh, wow. God, I watched a doco over the last couple of days. Anyway, I've just finished the song thing. So that's what happened with the songwriting. Um, I didn't, I wrote some songs, but they weren't, they were finished, but they weren't,
0: you know, the way I would usually finish a song. Oh, look at you. Too hot for polar fleece.
1: Hang on, I didn't hear that because my thing came out.
0: Oh. You say? Everyone else did. Oh, okay. Um, I sang. A, I sang a new song I've written called "Too Hot for Polar Fleece." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: um, I'm sure I will relate to it.
0: Uh, uh, well, but it was to the tune of "Georgie Girl." You might not be surprised to learn.
1: It's a good tune that song.
0: I've got. I've, I've got a few of those that just pop into my head, depending <laughs> on the number of syllables. <laughs> yeah. Often happens on the live feeds. Cause I see someone's name pop up, Martin Partington. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit of that. Perfect. Name. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> uh, you've been watching Hitler documentaries. That's nice. Um, you love him. You fucking love him. Oh no! <laughs> it's
1: on Netflix. It's called. Um, I think it's called the Killer Next
0: Door. And um, yeah, right. It's there's a, another. There's a. There's a new series on Netflix uh, as well about the death camps that I haven't started watching, but it's. It's in my list
1: okay. Um, it's about a guy. it's really fucking crazy story. so it's about a guy who um, in the in like 86 or something like that um, they accused of being like a, a death camp guard who was living in Cleveland Cleveland and you know worked at the Ford factory kind of thing or he was retired Ford factory worker. And and then look, it's it, obviously it's like five or six parts. It's quite a complex story. But then he was, um, you know, they stripped him of his U.S. citizenship, so he got taken to Israel and put on trial. And these um, survivors identified him. And the whole time he's just like, it's not, it wasn't me. Like I don't know what you're talking. About. You're like I'm really sorry that you went through what you went through, but um, and so he got. He got convicted and then went to retrial and it got overturned because right when he got convicted, the Berlin Wall fell and um, they were able to um, saw so all these Russian documents were were uncovered um, and, you know, the the particular place where he was accused of being a guard and, like, a terrible, terrible... Like, his name was Ivan the Terrible. Like, he was, like, accused of being the worst of the yeah, worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know the name. And um, and uh, there was just like, well, there all these kind of um, eyewitness accounts point to someone else that it wasn't, you know, and photograph, you know, photographs of this is this was so it was just wow. Um, and then, um, so then he went back to the US, and then they reopened the trial again, and you know, with more new evidence, and he got convicted again when he was ninety one and um oh god it's just what's really amazing about it is like as the story goes like everyone who knew him was just like in the in the US everyone who knew him was just like he's just, like an all family man like it was impossible for them to believe it could have been him and yet you know he goes to Israel and these survivors are just like looking him in the eye going that's him and the one of the things that they talk about in the documentary is like so um it's unthinkable that you don't believe the testimony of survivors in Israel Mm. of of the camps. It's like it's just you just like you believe what they say. And although they you know although there was evidence it was always kind of it wasn't the evidence was like really convincing but not convincing. It was like well it's you know, you put you you're gonna sentence someone to death and it's it's eyewitness testimony of people who from forty years later who you know and one of the guys was kind of like clearly like old and maybe a little bit senile and saying it was him and then oh, I was just oh, Jesus so yeah it was really right so I I've been I've been sitting on the couch kind of working and doing stuff and doing like and going what um. Yeah, it's so amazing. Um, Far out. Okay, yeah. it's it's really um, well. I, you know, uh, James was over last night, and we were talking. Obviously, all the things that are happening in the world at the moment, and uh, um, we were talk We were, we weren't talking about that, but we were talking about you know, um, yeah, current affairs. Which is obviously um, a very light way of putting it, but. Um, a lot of what we're talking about was just how it's so important to be aware of that stuff, and to live in modern times where we have access to those kind of stories and you know documentaries about that kind of thing. Um, it's so I just think it's so important to watch that stuff and to read about it, and not for entertainment because it's not entertaining. Like sometimes they do it in a way that it's like oh it's gratuitous entertainment, but those things get switched off real quick I think because they're tasteless. Things like the one I, you know, this this one, it's just like, oh wow, like we just lived in such a complex time. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, I just think it's really important that we are aware that that kind of thing happened. Just like we should be aware of, you know, slavery and invasions and, and, and whatnot. And then, you know, be sensitive to it, but also understand that, well, you don't get to where you are today without it, and that's hard to wrestle with. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, where are you? You're in a different time zone to me. It's sunset where
0: I am. It's clearly uh, right in the middle of the day where you are. Yeah, it's it's, it's the, the Swedish bathers haven't quite arrived, but they're on their way. Those Swedish bathers. I can hear them giggling in the background. <laughs> in this strange Scandinavian accents.
1: Oh, do people giggle with accents?
0: Yep, ah, they do. They Don't do. Don't question me. <laughs> they do where you are. I love it. <laughs> yep. <sighs> where are we? Wednesday. We're actually Wednesday. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. So did you uh, um, did you have a breakdown on on online this week too? Like I oh, did, goodness me. Because <laughs> I I didn't watch on Sunday, um, so um, I, um, I, I don't know what happened.
0: What happened was a couple of things. couple of things. A couple of things happened. Um, so I do three hours on a Sunday. At about the two hour mark. Uh, a mate of mine. He does this at gigs too, and it's it's actually not funny at live gigs either. But at <laughs> least at a live gig, I can, um, in a room full of people, I can um acknowledge that this joke that he makes has been made, and so it's this mate of mine, and his 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 standard line is, "Do you know any good songs?" Yes. Now, that's... ..that's almost funny. (laughs) I mean, I don't take myself so seriously that I can't kind of have a giggle at that. Yeah. But he's done it in a room full of people on a live gig, Um, some of whom he knows, and that's the audience he's playing to, but probably 75% of which he doesn't. Yeah. And I've heard... There was certainly one time where I heard a visceral reaction to like a bunch of people who were having a great night, all of us together, and then this guy comes in halfway through the night and the first thing he does is say, do you know any good songs? Ah, and his little crowd down here dutifully laughs. Yeah. And other people in the room went, whoa. Uh-huh. It's like, okay, all right. I should explain, this is my friend, Um, this is, this is the standard banter that goes between us, yeah. so... Don't feel badly about the fact that he's just walked in and has made himself look like a cockhead. It's actually okay. Right. So you get to kind of, you know, so then everything's fine. Um, He did it once on the live feed. That's a whole different thing. Didn't he do it a few weeks ago as well? He did it a few weeks ago. That's what I mean. Yeah. And I pulled him up on it on the live stream. Yeah. In a similar sort of way. I should explain to everyone that comment is from my friend <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> who thinks he's being funny. Anyway, so yeah, uh, he, um, he did it again on Sunday and I, um, I, I was really annoyed. Uh, and I in the process or in the midst of doing the gig, I couldn't, I couldn't pull my own ego out of it. Like, I, I, Mm. my, my pride was hurt that a bunch of people who don't know him and don't necessarily know me that well would think that this person was serious. Now, it's, in the cold light of day, okay, you you know, you you go to a comedy show and someone heckles the comic and the comic has a go back at them. And the, the rest of the room who have all been enjoying themselves are all on the comics side. So I know that. I know that in a group of 50 people on a Sunday afternoon, there's some um, perceived idiot comes in and says, do you know any good songs? Especially after I've just played two of my songs in a row. Uh.
1: Um,
0: I know that there's 49 other people in that space who are all thinking, who's this fucking idiot? But while I'm in the middle of doing it, I couldn't I couldn't make all those bits meld together and I couldn't I spent the next hour <coughs> seething about it
1: mm-hmm.
0: not wanting to, I mean, I, I made brief mention of it, and I was clearly annoyed by it. but you know, again, as a as a performer, as an entertainer, as someone who pledged to, um do this lockdown thing at these 3 gigs a week that I've been doing for my favourite groups of people it's not it's not fair on those other 49 people in that space to um bear my ill feeling towards this one comment Every, of course everyone else is fucking lovely and and supportive and uh, but I just i mean you I think every human on the planet knows what it's like to take the one negative bit of feedback yep. out of all the positive stuff. But just in the midst of, fuck, I'm here trying to do a job. <sighs> um, yeah, so that was... <sighs> and what it, how it then manifested was during the gig, during that last hour, I'm thinking... Fuck this, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not... Like, such a massive... And I recognise it's a massive overreaction. But isn't it incredible how just those... What appear... What what are, in the big scheme of things, one tiny little bit, but how they just... They fucking feed and feed and feed, and that little inner voice just keeps...
1: Dude, yeah, totally. The little,
0: the little fucking hamster in the wheel that's just going around and around and around. And you're still trying to sing. Ha, <laughs> here's, here's, here's most people I know. <laughs> All the time thinking, you fucking... <laughs> Ooh,
1: mm. uh,
0: so I finished, I think I finished three minutes early. Because <sighs> um, I just, I, I couldn't, I actually couldn't get another song out. Yeah. It's like, okay, I, ma- I make a pledge to do three hours on a Sunday. All right, I'll fucking do it. I'll do it. You know, because I'm a martyr. Um. And then I rang him straight afterwards. And what, of course, I should have done was just take a breath. But I didn't. I hit exit on the program that we both used to stream out to the world. And I walked around the back of my desk and I picked up my phone and said, what the fuck, dude?
1: <laughs> oh, wow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> and I couldn't. And, of course, he apologised. Um... I couldn't, I couldn't let it go. I couldn't, we had our phone conversation, maybe to a normal person that would have been enough. Well, he said sorry. He actually said sorry twice because he said sorry. All right, okay, all right. And then I had another go at him because then I remembered other stuff that had happened. Right, yeah. All right, you fucking come in, you don't say hello, you just immediately start, you know, you don't say please or thank you, you just, right, CCR, you fucker. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm sorry. It won't happen again. <laughs> all right. And then I just spent the rest of the night just fucking, no, I'm not doing this again. This is, I, I fucking, I don't like it. It's I feel flat and awful and it just fucking, I, it took me 24 hours, yeah. and, but really 24 hours. Like it got to eight o'clock the next night and I all of a sudden had that, okay, that's uh, actually, no, it's gone now. Yeah. Because <sighs> I was, because the thing is as well, and I'll stop talking about it in a minute, but the thing is as well, that it's not just, I wasn't just angry at him, I was angry at me. Of
1: course, yeah.
0: Because fucking hell, dude, stop taking yourself so seriously. This is a friend of yours who's just come on and had a bit of a lighthearted thing. Um, again, I, I don't think I'm wrong. I think thats I think that's my ego. I think that's these people don't know this person is being lighthearted or whatever. That makes me look like an idiot. I feel in Smalland <laughs> by that. Uh. They, and I know, oh yeah, fuck. And I just, and I couldn't get out of it. And so then, you know, for that 24 hours or, you know, 23 and a half hours, I, um, I spent vacillating between being Angry at him for making me feel like that, <laughs> and me not being able to pull myself out of it. For fuck's sake, dude! Just—it's not important. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, uh, yes, but it's—I mean, but it is because that's the—that's—that's that's the world you live in at the moment. And yeah, it's—I completely understood. You know what? The last couple of days is really interesting for me in relation to what you're saying. So, I don't know what. 10 weeks ago I just went I'm not playing covers anymore because it like, it attracts um it attracts a certain type of behavior um that I that that does exactly what to to me what it did to you the other night um and the it also it also attracts like a um you know I guess a, a ripple of people who aren't my, my crew who would you know, like oh well it's just like friday night like you know well you know and you know it's it just i'd way rather have 10 people who get what i do than 30 people where 20 of them are like you know oh it's just it's just like we're at a pub mm-hmm. and it's like well i don't um i'm not at a pub right now i'm in my house so like you do know, i i wasn't able to um I wasn't able as I was saying to James last night like this is where I write songs this is where this is where I create music um I can play other people's songs here but not if you treat me like I'm an idiot in the corner at the pub which yeah. is which when I'm an idiot at the corner at the pub when I'm at the pub being the idiot in the corner and I get like I I'ts alright because I am there being the idiot in the corner <laughs> like yeah. so You be the idiot in the crowd. I'll be the idiot in the corner. But at least we're all in the same space at the same time, like, and we know where we are. And like, it's even. Well, we're not. We're not trying to. We're not being something in a space that we're not. Isn't what we. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely, it does.
1: Um. So it's like I'm not going to pretend to be the idiot in the pub when I'm in my place of sanctuary. Mm. Um, and I can do those other songs. But if you're gonna, if at the other end of that lens, you're gonna act like the idiot in the pub. I can't do it, like, um, and for a long time, um, it was like, oh well, that solved my problem with that. Um, and the couple of times I've still gone on on a Friday and Saturday night, it's like, oh no, that's how Fridays and Saturday nights so... are. Okay, well, yeah, know. okay. And it's why I can't do the eight hours of power because it's like from. Um, from me being comfortable in my space to, well, from someone doing, you know, like we're, we're a pub crowd and now go over to Dom's page and it's like, well, no, like that. Don't follow me over here if you're going to be like that. And I realise.
0: It's interesting. I, I haven't I haven't actually perceived of those Friday nights being like that. Like, in, in fact, I was playing more originals on a Friday night because you were playing, Mio was playing, James was playing. Yep and it was only kind of after that that things went all into kind of pub covers land and so i was really cognizant of the fact that you and james and mio were playing a lot of original stuff it's like well i need to lift my game i need you know this... i don't want to be the 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 um uh, the token covers guy in this lineup sure. of fucking great songwriters
1: yeah um now the other aspect to that, and I think probably speaking more along the lines of what I'm, what I was experiencing, is that by the time I was getting on at nine or ten o'clock, people had had a few drinks, like or people were into their weekend and they're into weekend yeah. zone, and I think, yeah. um, and I actually think that's more indicative of the weekend behavior than than necessarily being in a lineup. But it was just like, and the other thing is like, you know, you. Um, for lack of a better way of saying it, you crowd controlling your your feed, I'm you seem to be much more able to set the tone and the merriment, I guess, of it uh, than I am. It's like no, it's not it's like it's not what I do in this space. Um,
0: yeah, I, um, look, I think the other thing is that I, I don't mind um, I don't mind people being idiots in my feed as long as they're my idiots.
1: Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah,
0: <laughs> right. and I, uh, I, well, I, I this example on Sunday notwithstanding, because yeah. usually my idiots are, are fun and frivolous, and you know, and and uh, can 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 read the room, can read the room like I do. Yeah, you know, uh, I've got a couple of newbies. Well, and that's the thing. So, um, there's been this kind of little rollercoastery peak and trough thing where there was a stage. Particularly after I did virtual pub, that a lot of those people started coming to my individual feeds. Yeah. And they are the Jesse's girl ones. Mm-hmm. They, so they, that peaked and they've dropped off again because that's not their, that's not their scene.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but occasionally, of course, someone comes across, comes across the live feed and they, you know, they then hang out there for a bit. And I, I got a couple of new ones of those and, uh, they're, um, they, can, they they certainly can be challenging.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Particularly, uh, well, uh, because I don't know them. Is that xenophobia? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's not. I'm joking. Oh, oh, sorry. I wasn't considering whether it was. Uh,
1: Good. It was very much looked like I was. Though. I apologise. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I, I, it's very hard for me to say anything now that isn't doesn't sound like xenophobia. Um but I guess you just gotta um I, I just you work out how you wanna frame what you do and the um and if you frame it like a big picture, like it seems to be like your gig that you do online is, is quite a big broad frame as in like what you're comfortable playing and how you're comfortable with being and like, oh let's do shots like it's a Sunday. And it's like um, what I found is I need my frame to be really small. Yeah. Um, in order for me to not have a fucking breakdown every time. Because what – it's really funny. I got a message from someone saying – because I had, like, a mini breakdance yesterday and someone saying
0: um, – Just sounded by the way, like you said, you had a mini
1: breakdance. <laughs> I had a mini breakdance. Um, <laughs> it probably looked like it because I was a bit shuddery. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, the message was something along the lines of um, – you know it's clear that you're you know you're a perfect perfectionist and you know but to the rest of us what you do is great and there's a few things about that which really interest me it's like well i'm far, i'm about as far from a perfectionist as a musician than i know like which is the whole reason i'm one of the few people doing these live things because most musos i know are way more perfectionistic than i am which is why they they don't want to do it because it doesn't present they don't present the way they would like to be, or would like to present themselves. Um, <clears throat> but also, the idea that when you do make a mistake and it's a clear, quite a huge blunder, that people don't notice. And mm. then you kind of go, all oh, right, well, um, oh, that's.
0: Yeah. Uh- that- that's a concern. I know exactly what you're saying.
1: That's a concern because that means the difference between me doing a good job and me doing a bad job is not discernible. <laughs> and I, I, did, I got, I didn't just get one message yesterday. I got quite a few, and they were all super supportive. And I want to, I hasten to add, that, um, although I just made two comments about that particular message, I got way more positive stuff out of that message than me going down that. Um self-doubt rabbit hole, but I mean that's the kind of that's the kind of thinking that you should explore too because you go okay well, like what does that mean when you know when people on, who aren't on this side of the camera um don't well they are they is it because you've built up a lot of rapport and goodwill and when you make a mistake they don't mind <coughs> Or when you make a mistake, you recover so quickly
0: from it that um, you know it's not a problem. Well, uh, your your people are much nicer than mine. I get messages like, "Ah, oh, jeez, Matty, you had one job."
1: <laughs> now that's really cool because because that that explains to me the frame of which you present, like that people are in the banter with you, <laughs> with that. Um, I think too. Like yes, my, my people are nice because they, um, they know that I'm a, quite candid about when I do have a have to take some time off because my brain's not good. That you know I'm open about it and comfortable with talking about that. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's um, fucking wild and wacky. All this shit. <laughs> do
0: I look like I'm about to do a bomb into that lake?
1: Uh, no, but your, um, your balls are sticking out of your pants. <laughs> I'm not. Well, not sticking out, but it is definitely, yeah.
0: Could you see them?
1: No, just the outline of them. Could you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, shit, sorry.
1: I didn't know. I told you, mate, you can't be wearing whole, holes in your jeans pants when you're not wearing underwear. Are you wearing underwear? No. Ah, well, there you go.
0: <sighs> it's Wednesday do yeah. wear
1: undies on a Wednesday. It's a wang out Wednesday.
0: Wednesday's washing day.
1: Um, you should wash your balls more than once a week, mate.
0: <laughs> no, it's lockdown. I refuse. Uh.
1: Well, if you don't wash them very often, they'll get locked down.
0: Ah <laughs> oh dear. So I went for a walk with Bexter last <laughs> night because we would usually walk on a Monday and I couldn't. So walking, it's like... Nah, I'm really shit company today. Yeah. Four o'clock on a Monday. I still wasn't. So that, I mean, that's the indicator. Four o'clock on a Monday after what happened at six o'clock on a Sunday, you know, 22 hours before. Just yeah. <laughs> maths. Eh? <laughs> um, I couldn't couldn't get over it. Huh? And then we walked in the rain yesterday instead. Dumb.
1: Love it. Love walking in the rain.
0: Oh, shit else. Yeah. Actually, it stopped raining or I wouldn't have gone. <laughs> yeah. As I walk into Becky's place and she she was uh, intimating that I would have been chanting as I came in, down with walking, up with drinking, which is not fair. Cast me in a very poor light.
1: I was so <laughs> up for having a beer last night with James. I was like, Do have a beer. He's like, oh, I love beer.
0: I was like, oh, huh, okay. James is a dickhead. I've never liked him.
1: Why is he off beer? Uh, well, we didn't get into it, really. Um <laughs> uh, as much as uh, I think uh, ISO time, uh, a lot of people, are, um, like a lot of people, he probably had gone, well, oh, I'm having a bit more beer than usual. I'm not going to. Yeah,
0: Quitter. He's a fucking quitter.
1: Yeah. Well, he's clearly much more healthy than I am, so um, good on him.
0: <laughs> healthy.
1: I saw that photo you sent me of us going to Bali. I was like, oh, look, that was me 15 kilos ago.
0: Um, I've had to, in the midst of all this computer blubber bullshit that has uh, informed so much of my last, well, you know, uh, 15 weeks ago and, you know, the last two weeks, um, uh, decided that in the midst of everything else, uh, it would be a good idea to resurrect my... What what, what does Mac call it now? They just call it Photos, their program, which collates all your stuff.
1: Yeah, okay. Do you use it? No, I refuse to. You refuse? I refuse, flat out refuse. Why? Because it doesn't make any sense. No? Leave my shit alone. Let me me plug something in and drag it to a folder. Don't give me a fucking program to annoy the shit out of me and never be able to find it ever again. I don't want to have to use a program for that kind of
0: stuff. Damn it. Okay. Well, yeah. I actually find it really handy. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh in the process of migrating from one computer to the other, uh it it somehow got corrupted. Um okay, so that's a that's that's a downside certainly. Uh and I've also learned that you can't drag 37,000 photos from one folder and make a new thing. You've got to do it in groups of groups of Bits of. Right. Consequently, I found the photo of you and I hiding empty beer cans around the exit door (laughs) on a flight to Bali. (laughs) Like socially responsible citizens. I can't believe they let us just hang out back there.
1: I know, just that handle. is just so tempting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's more to it, apparently. You can't just pull the handle. No, I know. Unsurprisingly. (laughs) But the fact that they just let us sink piss. Oh, in the back corner, like dead. two naughty schoolboys the, at the back of the bus. <laughs> oh,
1: that was good times. It was a good time, wasn't we'll never, it? We'll never ever go there again, you know. Shut up. How many years do you think we're going to be locked in Australia?
0: Nah, we'll... No, it won't be like that.
1: What, where can we go? Well, we're, we're well, I mean, we can't <laughs> go anywhere. I mean, everyone's, full, everywhere's falling apart. The pl- pl- see, I'm, they wouldn't let me in. Can't even talk.
0: Um, yeah, you know, you and I spoke on here once before about uh, the cruise industry, the cruise ship industry.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I haven't looked this up myself, but anecdotally, I believe, because I, I said to someone the other day that, yeah, the cruise ship industry, that, that's surely never going to come back. And they said, um, cruise ship tickets are selling faster now than they ever have.
1: I did hear about that, but I be- I have been um, informed that the reason for that is that, <clears throat> so all of the bookings that were up to a certain date um, have been rescheduled. Okay. So the reason why... So it's a false positive. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, all this is cancelled, but... Yeah. We don't do refunds. Just book again.
0: Um, right.
1: And so I believe. I mean, they're also
0: very cheap, I believe.
1: Yes, yes. But I, I believe that um, the majority of that. Um, so the pub publicity around it has been like, oh, look, you know, bookings are up. But it's also that it's rebookings that are driving. Yeah, okay. like So, like, bookings over a 12 month period are all getting, you know, shocked into a six month period. Right. Um, Okay, but you know, great. (coughs) I mean, you know, if you wanna, if you wanna, (laughs) go for it. You (laughs) crazy humans. (laughs) (laughs) Have you have have you ever seen the Bill Burr sketch about about it about cruise ships? Mm, What does Bill Burr look like? Bill Burr's the uh, the angry, shaved headed uh, Bostonian comedian. Um, it shouts all the time. Shouts everything. Okay, <clears throat> I'm going to say no then. All right. Well, he's he's got like a a hilarious sketch, and a hilarious sketch even, um, about population control. And he's like, I I think you know the first people you know, I I go for is like uh, you know those people who go for cruise ships. It's oh good, yeah, I know
0: him. Of course I do.
1: Yeah, it's a good demographic.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah, it's never been a thing that I'd. I just don't like being on the water that much.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Look. Like, that's my primary non-driver.
1: I've, I actually just, I've only ever once had a holiday where it was like, shut down, relax, do nothing holiday. And that was last year when Cat and I went to Fiji. Any other time I've gone away, I've travelled. And I wanted to see where I was at. And I wanted to have kind of, you know, uh, well, you know, of the ability to make some decisions about what alley I walked down or whatever. Um, and I just don't, I, I guess I understand the, um, the idea of getting away and having a holiday and having everything in one spot. Like I understand it, but it, it's not attractive to me. Um, Hmm. And I I wonder if it will be like, you know, when I'm 70 and I can't move around very comfortably, but I, you know, I don't want to be in my um, little retirement village for 52 weeks of the year, you know, if, should I be lucky enough to still be around by then? So, yeah, I I guess I kind of get it. Um, But also, I don't
0: get it. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Hey, I'm getting a haircut today. Which one? Um, yes, yeah, so I won't have to wear a beanie everywhere all the time.
1: That's good. Really? Yeah, because they're no good. I like them. No, like, I like beanies, but these big sacks of, like, empty sacks of potato that people wear, like this... That's me. Yeah, yeah. I don't... No, they're the ones I like. Well, that's, I don't think they look good. I like
0: a slouchy beanie.
1: No. I don't like functionless clothing. Like, there's half of your beanie doesn't do anything. It just hangs at the back of your head. I don't understand. Hmm, Okay. I, mate beanies cruisers Be- Slouchy beanies are the cruisers of headwear <laughs> I can't,
0: I can't. well there's the episode title
1: <laughs> actually I might write that down it's pretty good <laughs> I was gonna call I was gonna call the episode no if the good um no good songs.
0: Um, what? Matty Bright helped out. He wrote, yeah. Geez, mate, do you know any good jokes? Fucking <laughs> what a legend. He's him, pretty guy. good.
1: I love him. Um, <laughs> what I, was to say. Um, I had to explain because I remember once upon a time I was using Restream and then so to do the, the Facebook Lives. And ReStream gives a report, and it reports on all like a, does like a word collage of the most popular words in your stream. And I said that once, and Matt maddie has been kind of like going, "You should write a, write a song out of those those words." But I haven't used ReStream for like two months, um, and I think he thought that Facebook was giving me that info. And I had to explain yesterday or the day before. I was like, "Facebook doesn't give you any info. Like it's all Facebook keeps all the info."
0: Yeah, damn Rest- straight it does.
1: ReStream gives you the info, but I haven't been <laughs> using it.
0: Um, and then it sells your most popular words to a third party.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's a long title. Is it? Louncy Beanies and the Cruises of Headwear.
0: That's It can't be the longest, though. I mean, no. it, it only gives me limited scope to do my or.
1: Yes, true. Or, yeah. no any good songs.
0: I think that's still too fresh. I don't yeah. think we can laugh about that yet.
1: But, you know, that's incidentally the whole "know Any Good Songs thing um, is not, not what anyone said to me, but it's what caused my breakdown. Um, no, but it's what caused my my fucking breakdown yesterday. Um, so one of the songs off one of my albums is one that Maddie Bright asked for, and I never, ever played it, right? Mm. Um, and I didn't know how to play it, and I had to type up, literally I had to type up the words. Cause he asked for it. I typed up the words and wrote the coins out. It's like, oh, I know why I've never played this song. Cause I don't like it. Like I don't.
0: I heard you say, I'm not likely to ever do that again. Cause I just don't connect to it. Yeah. Um. And is that what you meant by, I don't connect to it? That you don't like it?
1: Well, I, I yeah. Well, the other way around, probably. I you know. Right. I don't connect to it, so I don't like. It. It's like I. It's something about it. Um. Yeah, it was it? Well, you know, it's just written a long time ago, and like a lot of the stuff I wrote, fifteen to twenty years ago, um, I could, I it's it's not very good. Like I get, I get that people might like the songs, but um, yeah, you know,
0: like, Harmony and I were supposed to be playing together tonight, and she sent me a message to ask if we could play. You could walk.
1: See, I think that's a good song.
0: <laughs> it's cute.
1: I also think there's an element about why the reason why that is a. I think that's a good song in the context. Like, I think Like I Always Do is a good song, but I actually think that totally lives and dies by the fact that there's three people singing it. It's like the arrangement of it is so important to that song. I think when you take that away and I just sing it yeah, by yeah. myself, it's like... Well, um, I, I, yeah,
0: that's interesting. I, I um, Like I wonder about that often, about the, the production that I put into the stuff that I write when I record it. <clears throat> and think back to you know every every songwriter I can ever think of who said yeah no nah, song it's a, you know it's a good song if you can just trick it back to to one guitar and one vocal, and so any time I stick all that f- fluff and Christmas on my songs, think fuck, am I just covering up the fact that this is a, de- a deficient piece of music and lyric writing? I mean,
1: it, look, no offense, anyone's ever said anything like that, but like you know take practically any piece of symphony orchestra music and go, all right, just fucking play that on a guitar, you idiots. Like, you know, oh, Mozart, yeah, he was, pretty good, he was pretty good and you could strip all of his stuff and just play it on a guitar. What? Like, some things, like the intention of which they were created, because I'm talking about those Inside Zero songs. When I wrote, and I imagine you guys did too, we were writing for a band that had three singers. Yeah. All right, so it was like... That whole idea of kind of oh that's line won't it be good for the arrangement where, where we can sing together and support each other and and that was written for three singers yeah those songs are arranged
0: singer. to be played by an ensemble of vocalists
1: yeah yeah I mean but the mm. the it's kind of like when we were in that band it sounds this sounds almost as silly as <clears throat> saying I oh, you know if it's a good song if you can strip it back and play it on on one guitar like it's such an arbitrary like measure yeah you measure so but Richie was our drummer and I would imagine Richie being the drummer of the thing I was playing I was like oh wouldn't that be cool I can like I could hear that and I could hear you guys going like so although I very rarely brought something and like much like I mean you would kind of produce the song and decide when it was about about what you wanted it to be I mean I basically did that I just didn't record the parts I just was like, I reckon it'd be great if someone sang that, someone sang that, does anyone want to do it? But I I knew what Richie would do on the drums. Well, I could hear it in my head. And yeah, mo- yeah. Most of the time it was because ne- I played with him enough, I knew what he was likely to do and most of the time he played pretty much that idea and then often played something even better because he's actually the drummer. But um, I guess there's that element of... So anyway, I know it was this is we've as we usually do gone off on a little um, side jaunt but that particular song that Maddie bright asked for I was just like I just I don't want to. so then I played the other song that he asked for indifference which um, my hands just have a lot of trouble playing like it's like it's once upon a time that was how I could play guitar and now I just don't do that anymore and it's um, I find it difficult and... Uh, therefore it takes me out of the song really quickly when I'm like, fuck, I cannot play this thing and sing it at the same time. But I was still in the moment of, I've I've got a song that I, like two months ago I didn't feel comfortable playing other people's songs and now I'm picking out songs of my own that I feel the same way about. And like at some point it's just going to be like a gig with just one song in it because it's the only song of mine that I like. <laughs> like And I was in that headspace and then playing another song and I was just like, it was just too too much, you know, CPU overload and I couldn't play and I got the words wrong. I'm like, okay, I'll try it again. And I got the words wrong straight away again. I was like, okay, moving on. And the shit thing about it is poor Maddie's sent me a message saying, I'm really sorry, I didn't mean to trigger that. It's like, fuck, it's not you, mate. That's not, you just asked for a request.
0: Well, this is all matters. and that's the thing and I've had I've had that conversation I actually had that conversation with this conversation that I'm about to divulge with with Matt um and I've had it with uh, someone else subsequently um, um our person can be triggered by something that is said but it's not the person who said the thing it's not it's not theirs to wear yeah I mean unless they intended it to be, offensive or well triggering. I, mean, I fucking hate that word but anyway anyway yeah
1: um
0: yeah yeah and and you explained that on the feed and i okay. reiterated that to matt
1: did did you have a conversation afterwards about him feeling yes. bad oh man
0: no 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 not just about that we talked okay. we were talking we talked for half an hour about something else okay, i then mean, cool. i spent 30 seconds saying oh that's that great.
1: yeah um yeah. I mean, like I, 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 do get messages along that line, you know, a couple of times a week of like, Oh, I didn't mean that comment to be like that. And it's like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't take it like that. But, um, and it's interesting too, like when you build up, like, you know, when you do these kind of things enough, you do build up a rapport and awareness and, a, and also a bank of goodwill. Like people, people build up a bank of goodwill with you. So if they say something that's a little bit cheeky, you kind of go, "Yeah, oh, yeah, that's cool." Like, i I get that. I get the context because you're not always like that, yeah. But if yeah. you only ever go, Jonathan you know Good, or CCR, it's like there's no there's no. Yeah.
0: I'm still annoyed, by the way, that he hasn't followed up with a with a an- another apology. <laughs> Because, <laughs> uh, you know, we, we we only have, realistically, um, we only have our own um, uh, methodology in the world of explaining how other people should behave. So I know that if I'd done that thing, that the next day I would have at least sent a text message to say, yeah, I, once again, mate, I'm really sorry. <laughs> 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 so so <laughs> now I'm annoyed again. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not actually at all. But I make myself laugh that like I could be. <laughs> I love it. That's funny. Uh look I'm quite uh, the 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 paradox and the thing and and that paradox that often causes that um conflict and annoyance, um, at myself is that I'm really, I mean, with every passing year, month, week, day, I am more self-aware and, and more, um, more aware of what my, uh, what my reactions to things mean, but what my motivations are. And, um, that, however, doesn't necessarily stop the the negative reinforcement when you don't do what you know you should do, and yeah. when you know, um, uh, um, when you know implicitly what the right way to react to particularly to negative stuff when you know within yourself the what the right way to react in that situation is, and you still can't do it, one still can't do it. I still can't do it. Then it's like mm.
1: it's
0: that very frustrating. But I'm better than I was. That's the positive I take from it. It's good. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm.
1: I don't know if I if I feel like I am more self aware uh, as I've gotten older. Um, but maybe that's. Because I'm more self-aware. Ah, it's that um,
0: that thing I talk <laughs> of. My end is my beginning. Oh, back to it, Yoda.
1: That thing I talk about with um, you know how um, how you see the world or how you see a particular part of the world. Um, do you see it in you know feet or inches or you know centimeters or millimeters? Like you know the um, um the idea of the more you are aware of something, the more the more you're um. You, say, you see the same amount of distance but you measure it differently mm. um, so you see it in fi- you know some people see some things in finer increments than others or or they don't see them and I think this is more me I don't see things in finer increments but I seek to and therefore <coughs> occasionally I see a little bit in a finer increment of the whole the whole picture mm. and that's
0: I see everything in inches but that probably doesn't surprise you <laughs>
1: Currently I see everything in inches as well
0: <laughs> No, I've got my
1: foot in the way Yeah, that's what I meant that's what, mate. <laughs> I wouldn't go to far Because i say it was a whole foot But <clears throat> oh,
0: God. Yeah. Why
1: is it that um... uh, Yeah Why is it that 12 inches sounds longer than a foot But two feet sounds longer than 12 inches <laughs>
0: Because two feet is longer than 12 inches.
1: Yeah, but it sounds like it's, the, like it's like, like you know, 12 sounds like more than one. Right. It's
0: true. Right. But, Good. I'm following your logic.
1: But two sounds way bigger than 12.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you know we've managed to get through this whole episode without talking about cancel culture?
1: All oh, right. Well, shall we?
0: No, we haven't oh. got time. Why not? We don't. Oh, okay. I'm gonna get a haircut.
1: Oh, okay. Well have a good haircut. Thanks, Ben. Um see if you can buy a proper sized beanie while you're
0: out. Oh fuck you. <laughs> I've got a proper sized beanie.
1: Yeah.
0: Um I used to wear it on stage in uh in Ramjet when we did something. Maybe when we did Kid Rock. I think I had a beanie with a blonde Moody wig attached to the inside of it. And that was like a Worfie's beanie.
1: Is that um is that racist,
0: dude? Let's honestly, let's not go down this rabbit hole. But I, I, would- I, I, I just I, I, the goalposts are moving currently, daily oh. about what's getting pulled and what's allowed, and and for, what, like what's 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 dress ups and what's offensive, and what can I do, and am I allowed to dress like, and and this sounds like I'm belittling. Racism, And of course I'm fucking not. But am I allowed to dress up as Kid Rock? Uh, Yeah, of course I am. And if I am, then am I allowed to dress up as President Trump? Of course I am. Then am I allowed to dress up as Jimi Hendrix? Apparently not. Can't even put an Afro wig on, one would assume. It's... I know, I know, I know, I've started it. I I didn't mean to start it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like, though, it's like when we were playing at one particular venue in this fair city where there are certain songs that we are not supposed to play, but there isn't a definitive list of those songs. Oh, right. Like, yeah. yeah. So um, just tell me the rules. Just tell me the rules and I'll fucking follow them. Or, or maybe I won't Yeah. and then that's on me. But... Just fucking give me the guide. Give, well, me, give me the definitive guidebook.
1: Ah, uh, well, here's here's the interesting point about, and we won't talk about this for very long. But it's just interesting point about there are certain songs we don't want you to play uh, because we don't want to create a certain vibe. However, if the rest of your set is a certain vibe, you can play those songs, and that's what we're talking about with this moving goalpost thing. It's like, you know, if you're if you're gonna play. A whole set of those certain songs, it creates a certain vibe in a place. And we don't want that. But if you only do one or two of those songs in a set of the vibe that we like, it won't be a problem. And that's the problem because one band's allowed to play the songs that they don't want, another band's not. But
0: it's actually about the big picture.
1: That's the problem huh. with what we've got.
0: It's about the big picture. No, it's not just that because then it depends <laughs> who's telling you the story. Well, of course. Because that particular example you've just given me there, I've never heard from anyone. What do you mean? I've never had anyone say to me, it's okay if you play those couplers. It's okay if you dress up in a kilt um, four or 500 miles, as long as you don't have a sparring on for the entire set.
1: Um, Well, that's that's an interesting point because, like, for example, with the particular venue that you're talking about and that particular (laughs) scenario, like, we've been told... Don't play those kind of songs. And then I walk in there two of the other nights of the week that the bands are playing and those bands play all those songs. Right. But also those bands are creating the vibe that we're told that we don't want to create. It's like, so what's the, what's the go? It's like, Mm -hmm. actually it's just cause, and it is a little bit like, well, they're allowed (laughs) to do it because you know, that's their vibe. Huh? Huh? Like, yeah, you're right. It's, it's all over the joint. Um, I mean,
0: luckily there are no gigs, so we don't have to worry about stuff like that anymore. Yes. And, you know, my last three months have been, in comparison, quite idyllic. Well, look at where you are. I know,
1: right? Uh, the one thing I did think was really cool um, and, uh, you know, to finish, I'll finish off what I want to say for the day, is I heard a snippet of um, a press conference with our Prime Minister and someone asked him, "What do you think about this show being pulled off Netflix or something like that?" And he says, "I don't think about it. I, I'm not concerned with it whatsoever. Uh, I'm concerned about the fact that there's eight hundred thousand people on Job Seeker that weren't there uh, three months ago, and I'm concerned. I'm concerned about our country and getting people back to work. <laughs> like, I don't think about what's on the streaming services. And it's basically like him going." Who's got time?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah. Well, he's trying to run the country and the rest of us just don't have jobs. So we've got heaps of time that he doesn't.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to run the country and we're we're all busy being cunties. <laughs> Had to get it in.
0: <sighs> all right. I'm going to have a dip in the pool. All right. I'm going a... to have some
1: breakfast. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, listen! the birds at your house. Lovely.
0: <laughs> it's like you are in an idyllic place. I am. Yeah. It's called Frankston. Put your head in. You
1: should move to Cranbourne and get that studio that I sent you.
0: Did I tell you that um, J- uh, uh, Jara, Jara and Terry, yeah. wow, that Richie and Tara
1: looked at that place? Uh, Yeah, I think you said, oh, I don't, didn't know that they looked at it, but you said that... Um.
0: Oh, yeah, Tara had sent it to to, to
1: Richie too. Yeah, it's good.
0: Had a pre-built drum room. Fantastic. I'd have soon fucked that right off. (laughs) Oh, yeah, but you're not a drummer, so that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's tempting. That was a good-looking house.
1: Great house. Are Richie and Tara going to move there? No. Uh, All right. Oh, well.
0: Never mind. (laughs) Hey, uh, let's go. All right, mate. (laughs) Salada biscuits. Next time we do this, if we're not in the same place, I'll be closer to the camera.
1: Okay. I'll I'll Good. be further away.
0: Good. Good fuck oh <laughs> Wow. That's weird. Wow. Big body, tiny head.
1: That's what they call me.
0: These days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Goodbye. Love ya. You too. See ya.
1: Hang on. How do I press go? Stop.
0: Stop.